At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on vSEN, the sports betting network. What's up, folks? It's finally here. First Sunday of the NFL regular season upon us. Minutes away from kickoff and multiple spots. And, of course, we're going to be with you here on Live Bet Sunday and throughout the day as we track all of the in-game action in the National Football League. Before we get into it, because these games are just kicking off, let's walk you through what's happened this morning and where these lines are going to close for the morning games and as to why they have closed in the direction in which they have gone. First off, Baltimore and New York. The Jets taking on the Ravens in the Joe Flacco revenge game. Uh, We're going to close consensus number six and a half for Baltimore on the road with a total of 44. As for New Orleans and Atlanta, not a lot of moves here. Really, the only move worth noting, a half point to the over. Closing total is going to be 43 and a half, and the Saints are going to go off as five and a half point favorites in that spot. A little bit of late support for the New England Patriots, holding strong as a three and a half point underdog throughout the week. They're going to close as a three point underdog with a total of 46 and a half on the road against the Miami Dolphins. The more interesting line move, because this has been going back and forth, toggling as one Vinny Maiulo might say, of course, uh, we have the Miami Dolphins, excuse me, the Carolina Panthers. You're going to go off as about a one and a half and in some spots, two point favorite at home against the Cleveland Browns. Remember the Browns, of course, has been a tumultuous journey of this line throughout a very, uh, um, let's say busy off season when it comes to news total. And that one's going to close 42 after opening in some spots at 42. Pretty much status quo across the board after that for the morning games, except for one spot. Big total drop over in Chicago. Soldier Field, kind of a mess, mainly due to a monsoon and a lot of rain. They had to put the tarp on earlier today. And, of course, that total goes all the way down and is going to close in some spots at 38 and a half. San Francisco and Chicago, other spots as low as 38. 
So we'll see if the effect of the rain has that. That is the biggest line move or total move of the morning up to this point because of the inclement weather. The San Francisco 49ers are going to go off as a six-and-a-half-point favorite as well in that contest. Philly, big one here. They're going to close as a six-point favorite on the road against Detroit, a matchup of two offseason darlings. Everybody loves the Lions because, of course, Dan Campbell and the speeches in hard knocks, and everybody thinks this Philly team is due for big things. They're going to lay essentially a touchdown on the road with a total up a point to 48 and a half. Indy and Houston. Indy's going to go off as a seven-point favorite. Total up a point to 46 consensus number there. And Jacksonville, Washington. Commanders a three-point favorite with a total of 43. Before we get to some of the bets that I'll be sweating and watching throughout the day, should note biggest injury news of the day actually does not come in the morning slate. It comes in the afternoon slate. The Green Bay Packers are going to be without Alan Lazard, their leading wide receiver coming back this year, as well as both of their offensive tackles. And we've had a flip of favorites in this game. Throughout the entire offseason, Green Bay actually in some spots opening in the offseason as a two, two-and-a-half-point favorite. They are right now a two-point underdog taking on Minnesota on the road. Vikings were actually the top consensus pick in the Circa contest as well. Uh, so not surprising that you've kind of seen this support. You can kind of read it in the contest support, and you saw it all throughout, and the injury news just piles on to make Minnesota a two-point favorite as it sits right now. Remember, this is a 1.25 p.m. Eastern kickoff, so that's not going to be really something uh, to monitor yet because we have some time before that closes. I would assume it's not going to close any cl- higher than two, but crazier things have happened in the National Football League. Other injury notes and news really at this point right now as we're looking around, some actives and inactives as we know, for the Saints, Tyron Matthew, Michael Thomas are going to play today. The Lions, who had a lot of offensive line issues, Frank Ragnow is active. For the Commanders, Logan Thomas, who had been on the injury report all week long, is going to play. J.K. Dobbins officially out for the Ravens, as is tight end Nick Boyle. For the Falcons, rookie, uh, rookie wide receiver Drake London, he'll be on the field today for Atlanta. And Ty Montgomery is going to play for the New England Patriots. So with that... Perfect timing as we are underway in multiple stadiums, including Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. So we'll see exactly how these games go down and we'll keep track of this throughout the day. For myself, at least uh, what we're looking at here in terms of wagers and bets, uh, selfishly, what we'll be sweating out. And I have screens, so I don't have to ruin anything for you guys. Uh, but Jaguars, eight and a half. And if I could, this is the best part about how you got to get some of these numbers early. Uh, tease the Vikings up. So I have them as part of a teaser there. Uh, Vikings plus seven and a half. Jaguars plus eight and a half. One teaser. Raiders plus three and a half later today. That's obviously a very highly uh, handled game when it comes to multiple sports books. And Buccaneers is a two point favorite in that matchup with the Dallas Cowboys. And also, I figure we can keep track of this. Uh, Everybody, of course, having their contest selections. Uh, I'm in the Westgate Super Contest as well, so got contest selections to keep track of throughout the weeks that I'm going to be on the show here with you guys so you guys can watch me uh, either be really happy as the season goes along or be pretty upset and get some stale lines in these contests as well. But Jets plus seven, Browns plus one and a half, Vikings plus one and a half, Raiders plus three and a half, and the Buccaneers laying two and a half on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. So, With that, action is underway in every single one of these games, and uh, we'll keep track of everything as it goes down. And these, I would say this, you know, along the lines of these early starts, uh, you do get scoring pretty early. These are the scripted drives for all these offenses. Offenses tend to have a little bit more success as you look at it. So for me, from an in-game standpoint, at least when it comes to the National Football League, uh, very much kind of looking around 
to see where the early action is and see if you can jump in on some early stuff, as in totals on some early scores and uh, things after that. So as all these games are underway, let's take a quick look at the afternoon slate in the National Football League because uh, we can update you on where the lines have gone. We talked about Green Bay and Minnesota. Uh, Let's focus on some of these other games that are nearing key numbers. For example, Kansas City on the road against the Cardinals. Kansas City, a a 6.5-point favorite with a total of 54. The injury report's going to be pretty key here for Arizona. Multiple guys on this injury report coming into today. That would include their backfield, the defensive backfield. Uh, Trayvon Mullen, their new addition, of course, when it comes to uh, the secondary. Uh, that is going to be something worth monitoring as he's not going to play a secondary that is very thin. We have a pretty big play here for the Detroit Lions, so they're already down into, deep into, Philadelphia Eagles territory. This is going to be pretty fascinating because I, when you watch both of these teams, this is, I thought, a matchup of two teams that are very much worth playing against. Not that they're going to be poor by any stretch, but that the offseason uh, ratings of both said teams probably a little too high than what they should be. And this is, I am incredibly fascinated by the fact that the Lions are going off as a six-point underdog here. I get the injury situation for Detroit. It has not looked very good, especially along the offensive line. Uh, but that is very much something worth monitoring between these two, as we call the uh, maybe overvalued bowl. Uh, between those, but they are inside the 20-yard line of the Philadelphia Eagles on their first drive. So, again, this is where you're kind of looking for some of these overreactions from an in-game standpoint. If you get an early score here from the Detroit Lions on a total that closed at multiple spots, 48.5, you're obviously going to get something over 50 and maybe something worth playing if you're talking about in the range of 52 or so. So the early drive there, we'll see if that can continue for the uh, Detroit Lions and We'll see if they can get in the end zone. Also, third and seven on a really sloppy field for the Chicago Bears. That's going to end in a sack and a three and out for the Chicago Bears. So they're going to give the ball back to the San Francisco 49ers. So that's when we look at that game specifically, obviously it has all the makings of an under game, right? When you talk about the fact that the field has been an absolute mess. By the way, you should see the pictures of the sidelines for the Chicago Bears. An absolute mess and to the point where the sideline is actually crooked, painted on. So that's going to be something to monitor the field status. But also, the fact that both of these quarterbacks, one, Justin Fields, as it plays out on the first drive, has no protection in any way whatsoever, and Trey Lance making a start. And yes, took a few starts last year, but a road start, first time it's his team, and we'll see what this offense looks like under one Kyle Shanahan with Trey Lance because the fascinating factor when it comes to Lance, not so much as a passer, is how much they're going to use him as a runner in his time as quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Preseason prop, for example, set at 500 and a half for Trey Lance in terms of rushing yards for the season, and we're going to get a really good idea of how Kyle Shanahan feels like he wants to use him as we get started here for the San Francisco 49ers. You have a loose ball between Baltimore and New York, and that thing's going to be ruled as an incomplete pass. So, again, not much action early on in a lot of these contests. We'll keep it on as we have a red zone possession already underway. With that, we're updating some of these uh, afternoon lines. We talked about Kansas City and Arizona. Some of the issues when it comes to the defensive backfield for Arizona has them catching six and a half at home with a total of 54. The one game which has been uh, highly reported as one of the higher handled contests, and not surprising, especially out here in Las Vegas, uh, is this Chargers and Raiders game. Still holding strong. It's about three and a half with a total of 52 and a half. I know that there are some people who read into quite a bit when you look at some of the betting splits, which by the way, you can find up on vcin.com uh, that in some spots, a very heavy skew toward the Las Vegas Raiders in the spot catching three and a half. And yet we're still holding strong with a three and a half point spread. So we haven't really come off of that key number plus the hook in this spot with the Las Vegas Raiders. And when you look at the injury reports for both of these teams, we know that J.C. Jackson, uh, question marks about his status for the Los Angeles Chargers, doesn't look like he's going to play, considered doubtful in this game against Las Vegas. And a clean injury report 
for the Las Vegas Raiders with a very weak offensive line who a lot of people have some question marks about, but what this looks like for Los Angeles against what's going to be a very game plan heavy Las Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniels uh, is known as we saw last year and in that Patriots system uh, to go really game plan specific. And so what does the game plan look like? Well, I think it's going to look like trying to test a Chargers defense, which finished 32nd in multiple metrics a season ago. And that means testing that offensive line, which had a lot of problems in terms of pass protection last year, and a lot of new faces this year, but might be able to get something done on the ground. And finally, worth mentioning, the New York Giants taking on the Tennessee Titans, holding strong with five and a half across the board, total of 44. This is actually fascinating because the Tennessee Titans are a team that really have a lot of indicators on a negative bounce back, where the New York Giants have a brand new coaching staff and an offensive system, which might be pretty good for Daniel Jones to bounce back in. But the news, of course, that we're not going to see Kayvon Thibodeau today here for the New York Giants. That's a blow for a team that looked like it had some really good additions along the defensive line, including Thibodeau himself. We knew that was, <clears throat> excuse me, old news for the New York Giants. Excuse me, I'm dying over here. Uh, but whether or not that defensive front is going to be able to improve, and on top of that, against a Tennessee team whose offensive line, uh, of course, predicated on run blocking, that's going to be a matchup to watch between these two. And the night game, Tampa Bay and Dallas, 50 and a half the total right now, total of two and a half. The question here is going to be whether or not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go off as a full field goal favorite against the Dallas Cowboys because these standalone spots, you tend to get a little bit of one-sided action from the public. We, we do have a pick six in Cincinnati. There's a flag on the field, so we'll see if that holds. But as of right now, the Pittsburgh Steelers, it looks like are going to go up 6 nothing over the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll see if this is going to stand because right now we do have a flag on the field and nothing official at this point right now. The Lions have a first and goal. Uh, that's going to get run down by Williams to about the half-yard line, so they're going to have a second and goal at the half-yard mark against the Philadelphia Eagles. And a big third and three here for Jacoby Brissett and the Cincinnati Bengals. They are already in to Carolina Panthers territory. It is Live Bet Sunday. we got plenty left to get to here. Coming up next, Greg Aubin, Tampa Bay Buccaneers reporter, is going to join us, get his thoughts on the Sunday night matchup between Tampa Bay and Dallas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. Physically look at Nevada as well. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It's Live Bet Sunday. Before we get to our guest, Greg Ahmed, Tampa Bay Buccaneers reporter for The Athletic. Quick score updates across the board. First off, that pick six stands in the Cincinnati game. So the Steelers have an early 7-0 lead over the Bengals. Bengals went off as a seven-point favorite of this game. Now laying three, total at 51 and a half. The Atlanta Falcons have an early 3-0 lead over the New Orleans Saints. Saints, who close as a 5.5-point favorite in that game, now 5.5, or excuse me, 4.5 in game with a total of 44. And uh, other updates across the board, the Detroit Lions, it does not look like. Let's see, we have a line line here yet. Still holding strong at 6. We'll see if, uh, I think they turned it over, actually, because they had a, oh, no, okay, 7-0. So we have wait for the update here uh, in terms of what's going to happen for a live line between Detroit and Philadelphia. With that, let's welcome in Greg Allman. Again, Tampa Bay Buccaneers reporter. We have the Tampa Bay Bucks taking on the Dallas Cowboys later tonight. That would be Sunday night football. Uh, Greg, really appreciate it. So let's just start uh, at the top with one of the more obvious storylines. What are you expecting out of this offensive line, specifically the interior in front of Tom Brady against this Dallas front that I don't really think has a dominant interior presence? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be new, so it's a question mark. But they, they have confidence in the two guys to step in here, uh, the young guys in, in Robert Hainsey at center and rookie Luke Gedeke at left guard. Um, you know, they're replacing two pro bowlers, so there's going to be a drop-off. Um, but they've had, you know, 
more than a month knowing they're not going to have Ryan Jensen. Um, so I think the offense will kind of be catered to, to taking it easy on that line for a first time out. Like you said, Dallas's interior um, isn't necessarily a strength. So I don't know that it's a, like a game changing aspect of this, but like I said, they, they feel good about the group they have. Um, you know, the, the tackles are solid Shaq Mason. They feel might even be an upgrade on right guard. It's just the two new guys on the left side. And I think it was Worfs, right? That was dealing with oblique injuries throughout the off season. He's good to go. Yeah, it certainly wasn't there. I mean, he, he had a week where he missed practice. Yeah. He drained his oblique in, in Nashville. But no, he practiced all this past week. wasn't even on the injury report, so he's fine. All right, so as we look at the offense as a whole and how we expect them to execute, one of the fascinating storylines, I think, is going to be what this wide receiver core does against the secondary that I think if you asked anybody would say Trayvon Diggs, one of the top corners in the league, but statistically uh, one of the few give up over 1,000 yards receiving uh, a season ago okay. despite the double-digit interceptions. So what do you think the game plan is here when you look at and combine the offensive line injuries along the interior plus a secondary that I think this Bucks offense could have success against? Yeah, no, I mean, I still think they'll throw the ball a fair amount. I mean, they've got, you know, I mean, we don't know yet whether Chris Godwin will go. Uh, Russell Gage is technically questionable. I think he'll go. But they'll have plenty of options to throw to. You, know, where you don't necessarily have to attack Trayvon Diggs. But, yeah. I mean, you know, you get, to the, you get to the nickel corner and you got Julio Jones as a third receiver. That's a nice position to be in. So, you know, last year, you know, 31-29, um, you know, the, the stars in that game were really more Gronk and Antonio Brown. So there'll be new faces kind of getting the ball. Um, you know, Mike Evans is probably going to be the guy that still gets primary coverage from, from the defense. Um, but again, the people that are freed up by that are, are probably better than they've ever been here with, with the depth they have at receiver. Any worry that the narrative out there, Tom Brady missing time with so many new faces in the offense might cause a slow start for Tampa Bay? I don't think so. I mean, he, he wasn't playing in either of the first two games. So, I mean, it's a little bit less time with some of the newcomers in terms of guys like, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, Kyle Rudolph, uh, the rookie running back Rashad White. But, I mean, he's been back for the last two weeks. Um, I think they know each other. I think it's going to be okay. I mean, this is one of those where uh, if they come out and lose, it'll be the reason they lost. And if not, it'll be something that really wasn't a big deal. But, uh, you know, Brady, you think about last year. I mean, they had turnovers last year in the Dallas game. You know, they've got to be better than they were last year if they want to win this game. So the flip side is, uh, if there was another team that suffered as many cluster absences along the offensive line as Tampa Bay, it would be Dallas. Uh, what are you expecting right. right in terms of this front seven matching up with that offensive line? Because I kind of made the argument as we were leading up to this, Greg, was that if you were like handicapping this, and, I, and I'm on Tampa Bay here, uh, I think the absences, if we're weighing which ones are more impactful, it would be on the Dallas side when you include the offensive line and the wide receivers. Yeah, I, would, I mean, they don't have, I mean, that was, you know, when you think about best receiving court in the NFL, you know, Dallas is right there in the argument with, with Tampa when they're healthy, but right now it's kind of C.D. Lamb and friends. I mean, they, you know, to not have Gallup, to have lost Amari Cooper, to not have Washington, to not have, uh, you know, I mean, it's not to say their backups can't step up, but this feels right now, I mean, you know, last year they were able to contain the run game pretty well. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott had 11 carries, so... You know, obviously they're going to be aware of C.D. Lamb. They're going to be aware of Dalton Schultz, but I don't think they're nearly the threat because they're missing some people. Offensive line is much like the Bucks. They're, they have three new starters um, because of injury in Dallas or anything else. Um, you know, left tackle will be a question mark. This is potentially a really big game for Shaq Barrett. You know, whether you have a, a rookie making his NFL debut there, whether you have a 40-year-old Jason Peters stepping in to help out. Um, you know, that's probably the more patchwork situation. The, the Bucks are down a center, and that's not good. But I don't think they're quite as uh, far away from the plan as Dallas has to be today. All right, Greg. We appreciate a couple of minutes today. Thank you very much, sir. 
All right, guys, take care. Greg Almond again, Tampa Bay Buccaneers reporter uh, for The Athletic. All right, couple scoreboard updates here. Uh, first off, uh, when you're looking around, the Cincinnati Bengals have been moving the ball a little bit, but the new-look offensive line for Cincinnati, which was supposed to help out, uh, not so much on third down, now fourth and 17, so they're going to punt the ball back to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Philadelphia Eagles, in response uh, to the Detroit Lions opening touchdown, they have moved into Detroit territory. Right now, from an in-game standpoint, Eagles a two-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 52, down 7 nothing to Detroit. So one of the more dramatic in-game standpoint and when it comes to a line of where it closed. Remember, Detroit closes a six-point underdog, now just catching two-and-a-half here in this spot as they have taken that lead. Early scoring, and I think what is probably a somewhat surprising contest, Washington and Jacksonville. Commanders open up with a 7-3 to lead over Jacksonville. 7.36 left to go in the first. So that was one of the lower totals on the board. From an, a, a closing standpoint, this closed 43 with a total, in-game total now 50. So after a, slow, a quick start there, again, as you're looking for in-game opportunities when it comes to some of these games, uh, for me that would be one to circle. A lower total for a game, a quick start in terms of scoring. You're up seven points from the closing total, playing that thing under 50. Or if it gets a little bit higher, we'll see what this ensuing drive is. You can get a pretty good opportunity to play this thing under as the game goes along. Other updates, the Indianapolis Colts, they move into Texans territory, but ultimately held short on a third and seven after a check down to Jonathan Taylor. So they're going to settle for a field goal. Colts three, Texans nothing, about 5-13 left to go in the first. They are holding strong as a seven-point favorite with a total of 41. And the drive for Miami following a Mac Jones interception has them up 3 nothing over the New England Patriots. So we'll get you an in-game update there for Miami. That, that number had moved during the drive up to about 5.5 in favor of Miami. Uh, and with that, we are now looking at 6 in the market with a total of 43.5. Other updates throughout here, uh, for example, San Francisco and Chicago. Uh, everything you expected from the Chicago Bears and the San Francisco 49ers when we talked about the total, the field status, uh, everything has come to fruition as that is scoreless. 727 left to go in the first. 49ers just intercept Justin Fields. So they're going to get the ball back at about the Chicago Bears 45-yard line. So we'll see if Chicago can stop San Francisco yet again here. But an early turnover for Fields is not off to a great start for the Chicago Bears. Fields has been under duress and already a pretty bad turnover there as he is intercepted and San Francisco is going to take over possession swapping punts in two other games too by the way Cleveland and Carolina Cleveland right now a one and a half point favorite that in game total as low as 37 and a half in some spots so obviously slow starts for both of those offenses and an ugly game as we somewhat expected I would think in the matchup between Baltimore and New York a third and nine is what the New York Jets are facing at this point right now from an in-game standpoint total is down to 40 as it looks like Joe Flacco is nearly intercepted, but not going to happen there. Baltimore Ravens, a six-and-a-half-point favorite again. Total standpoint is 40. So I think what you're looking at from, again, as we're looking at in-game opportunities across the board, it would be betting the Jacksonville Jaguars-Washington Commanders game, looking at that game under the total, considering the quick start and where that pre-flop total closed. And uh, if you're looking for some opportunities when it comes to some of these favorites, uh, it would be a team like Philadelphia. Philadelphia, who really, I was surprised again by the amount of support that they got, closing as a six-point favorite. They are now laying just one and a half in that matchup with Detroit with a total of 51. So it's a relatively strong move off of the closing number. If you were somebody out there who didn't get in, and actually over at BetMGM, the Detroit Lions have flipped to the favorite in that game. So, one... As we always say, shop around for numbers. That includes in-game markets, which can be pretty fluid. You want to look around there. And the other part is, too, when you're looking at a matchup like this, Philadelphia obviously highly rated by the market, laying a touchdown on the road. You can now catch one and a half with Philadelphia in the first quarter. You always tend to forget, right? Uh, 
football is inherently a small sample size sport, but at the same time, you know, all of these ebbs and flows in a game are baked into a number. A team that is favored is not going to go through an entire game wire to wire. It's going to be rare in which they're covering a number. You got to consider those and taking Philadelphia plus one and a half, a team that closes as a six point road favorite, very much something worth considering there. All right. We'll keep you up to date. It does look like uh, Jacoby Brissett and the Cleveland Browns are starting to move here a little bit. They've got a third and five, so we'll see if they can convert that on the other side as we monitor everything from a live betting standpoint. It is the first Sunday of the National Football League regular season. Keep it here because you've got plenty of information for you from an in-game standpoint as these games move along. Speaking of which, Cincinnati, we got a three-point field goal for them, so a 7-3 lead for Pittsburgh. We'll be back here on Live Bet Sunday. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSEN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance, recap of the top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and more. Sign up on our discounted football special. Get VSEN Pro access to everything we do from now through Super Bowl for only $175. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel here on Live Bet Sunday. A uh, really quick update. We won't go into detail here. Maybe in the next hour in our College Football Lines Revealed show, but uh, reports that Scott Frost is all done at Nebraska. He has been fired, so instead of saving a little bit of money, waiting until the beginning of the month, Nebraska's like, nah, we're good. You can't lose Georgia Southern. We're done. So, Scott Frost out as head coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers program. Let's bring in our next guest, Nate Jacobson, betting analyst over at Stadium. It's nice enough to give us some time here today. Nate, really appreciate it. So, I'll just ask this general question uh, as we have these games now underway. From a live betting standpoint, uh, are there anything, any general things that you look for when it comes to getting involved from an in-game standpoint? Me personally, you know, I like to look for hot starts and lower scoring games from a total standpoint. Washington, Jacksonville is a good indication. 7-3 early. That total goes to 50 in-game, for me, a good opportunity to potentially look under. Any other things that you look for when it comes to live wagering? Yeah, that's definitely something I look for, or maybe some sort of team that's had multiple turnovers in the first half, and maybe they're going to play better as the game goes on. I think an example of this is the Pittsburgh Steelers, who got the pick six of Joe Burrow early on and then let up a drive to the Bengals, who settled for a long field goal. And I have the Steelers plus seven and a half, I bet, this morning. And now there's an opportunity maybe to get the middle. I'm not sure when I want to do it. So it's kind of a, an approach of figuring out when to exactly do it, especially with so many other games on. It could get a little bit overwhelming. But I think that's kind of the basic principle. If something's kind of out of the ordinary, it'll kind of come back to the normal, whether it's more scoring or less scoring. Are you, are you generally trying to look for middles for pre-flop numbers that you played? I do, but mostly I wait until halftime yeah. uh, just because it gives me a little bit extra time to try to make a decision on it with so many games going on. And sometimes the uh, TV feed is maybe a little bit delayed from the live betting feed. So if you're looking at the live betting feed and something kind of goes crazy, maybe a play happens and and you're just going to kind of miss out on that. But usually I try to wait until halftime unless there's something that like going into the game or going into Sunday, I kind of have a live betting approach where I want to hit something possibly at a better number. Or if there was a game where maybe I'm a half point away from a key number of betting on and it gets to that point, then I'll fire away on that. But usually I try to wait until halftime. So definitely monitoring the games early to see if there's a second half play, but definitely could uh, share some thoughts on uh, stuff that's happened early on in the first 30 minutes of the uh, 
the NFL Sunday. Yep. And really quick, an update, one of the angles that we were discussing on the live bet show, that uh, total, they got up to 50 for Jacksonville, Washington. We're down to 46 and a half after a quick scoring start and some empty drives following some early scoring there. Also in the end zone, Taysom Hill and the New Orleans Saints. So the Saints over at BetMGM, a seven and a half point favorite. Alter juice there, even money total of 47 and a half. So from what we've seen early on, uh, I would say that one of the things that has stuck out is this Bears and 49ers game uh, has exa- looked exactly like we kind of thought, Nate. Uh, two quarterbacks who I think we have some question marks about. Fields, the protection is not really great. Sloppy field, and it's a sloppy game between two quarterbacks who haven't really played well so far. Yeah, and I live about three miles away from Soldier Field, so when I woke up this morning <laughs> and it was it was like 8 o'clock and it felt like it was 10 p.m., I was like, okay, this could be a an ugly day at Soldier Field, especially because we know how bad the grass is there. And there were some summer concerts going on at Soldier Field, so they had to replace the grass. And it's two teams are going to want to run the ball anyway, even if the weather was good. So I think that was all, all justified line moves into the unders. I think I saw 38 and a half yep. right when we got down to kickoff, especially because George Kittle's out. So some injury stuff going on for a Niners pass game that still has some questions. So not surprised we have a sloppy, low-scoring start at Soldier Field. It was just hard for me to kind of get behind betting such a low total in the NFL. And I would be careful betting the under right now, even though it's low scoring and there's been turnovers and sacks. Those turnovers can lead to short fields, yep. maybe a defensive score, even a special team score, or just a short field that sets up a touchdown. So instead of keep betting the under now at, I believe it was 32 and a half, the last I just saw, uh, I would not, I don't, I think I would just stay away in general. and. Um, I could see this game actually maybe some points off errors by both teams as we go on. So I would definitely stay away from from the under, even though the weather is pretty miserable here in Chicago. I think we uh, Justin Fields slid out of bounds, but he got hit as he was uh, sliding out. So it does look like we're going to get a penalty on San Francisco. So a fresh set of downs for Chicago. In-game total now down to 32 and a half in that matchup. Uh, and very continues to drop and continues to drop. And it does look like a turnover for New York Baltimore, as you talk about short fields, is going to get set up with a short field here uh, as we look at it to this point, a scoreless matchup between these two, total down 240 and a half. Uh, from a pre-flop standpoint, what were you involved in some of these early games? Yeah, so I have the Browns. I got plus two earlier this week. This morning, I saw the Steelers line uh, go away from them. I was kind of waiting to see if I'd get plus seven because it was six and a half literally for four months. Then I saw seven and a half at one point this morning and it was kind of this situation where like, maybe I'm completely missing something uh, at being from Chicago. I know all about Mitch Trubisky and kind of the uh, the perception about him, but I did take a shot at the Steelers at plus seven and a half and definitely have an opportunity maybe in gaming the Bengals to try to set up that middle after, especially because it was off a of pick six. So it wasn't even a, a Steelers manufactured touchdown by their kind of new look offense. So I have that. I bet the Patriots had a bad number like the day the schedule was released. So I'm also kind of looking to see if the Patriots can get on the scoreboard or get up in this game and maybe bet out of that position a little bit with the Dolphins. But other than that, just kind of live betting and trying to see if there's a, anything that pops up. Don't want to, you know, get too overexposed uh, on week one because it's a long season, but it's definitely an exciting time. And yeah. also monitoring some of the lines in the uh, the late games because all of them have at least some sort of interest to me. All right, before we get to those, really quickly, some updates as the uh, Patriots, excuse me, Steelers are facing a third and goal, actually no, fourth and goal now. A big play from Pat Firemuth to get them down to the three-yard line. There's a 30-yard reception. Uh, they're ultimately going to get turned away by Cincinnati, so they've got a fourth and goal here. And uh, we do have Baltimore trying to convert a third and three after the turnover uh, by picking off one Joe Flacco. And the Indianapolis Colts facing a fourth and goal 
it does look like Frank Reich is going to be up to his old tricks and he's going to try to get in the end zone as opposed to settling for a field goal. And I do believe then is that a fresh set of downs for Carolina on a penalty for Cleveland. So backed up against their goal line, looked like they were going to get out of there and ultimately is not the case for the Cleveland Browns. It does look like the Colts have been turned away in fourth and goal. So that is going to be a turnover on downs in that matchup between Indy and Houston. All right, you mentioned some of the late games, uh, Nate. So let's talk about some of those. Uh, we did get a big line move here because of the injury news for Alan Lazard and the two offensive tackles for Green Bay. Minnesota now about a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, did you have anything in this game, or has your opinion changed now that we have this line flip? Yeah, I have a small bet on the Vikings at plus one-and-a-half. Have them in a few teasers, and I also bet them a lot in the uh, – in the futures in terms of regular season over eight and a half to make the playoffs. So I hope the Vikings win. I think there's definitely the buy arrow is on Minnesota, just with the the new head coach who can get the most out of its weapons and just Mike Zimmer and some of his conservative ways being gone from Minnesota. I think a fresh voice is going to help that defense. So I'm not surprised that Minnesota is a favorite right now, especially with some of the questions about uh, Green Bay's offense. You mentioned the two tackles out Lazard, who isn't that good of a player in my opinion, but because they're already without Adams and trying to find a go-to receiver, he could have definitely been the guy to step up, especially against a, a Viking secondary that has some question marks. So agree with that line move there. Maybe if you want some action teasing the Packers, I could see this being yep. a one possession game either way. Uh, so if you had the Vikings, especially tease, maybe going Packers teaser, the Giants interest me a little bit, just a kind of a sell on the Tennessee Titans. I think they take a big step back. Losing A.J. Brown, the pass catchers are not that inspiring, especially when they have to cover a big number. And when it comes to the Titans, Mike Vrabel is a coach. I want to back as an underdog, but not in this favorite role. And then I don't know what your thoughts on this, but if the Cardinals get to plus seven, I might have to just have a bet just because the math and the numbers tell me so. It was three, three and a half all yeah. summer and now six and a half. I know Arizona has a ton of injuries, which isn't very common for week one, but I feel like that number is just really inflated on Kansas City at this point. And I mean, the kickoff's in just under three hours. So I think there's some time to maybe get a plus seven on Arizona. So I think I'm going to look towards that and maybe the Chargers if they get to minus three. But it looks like three and a half is going to kind of stay in a, a solid number um, and won't get to that point. But definitely a, a bet to maybe consider live if you do like the Chargers if they get down in that game. Uh, I would agree with the full seven there with Arizona. It does get a little wild when you're talking about getting to that point if it does get there because six and a half are across the board. Hey, Greg, uh, excuse me, Nate, we're up against it, but uh, thank you very much for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for having me, and good luck the rest of the day. Yeah, Nate Jacobson, uh, betting analyst over at Stadium. Greg Allman was our first guest, so, of course, uh, apologies there to Nate. Nate did a great job. Absolutely love the insight. All right, some updates very quickly. The Jets have turned away the Baltimore Ravens, so instead of a potential touchdown, it is a field goal that the Ravens settle for in that matchup with New York, so a very good win for anybody who pre-flop had the New York Jets. That in-game number, Baltimore 7.5 over at MGM with a total of 38.5. And, and Cleveland, after a fresh set of downs, does nothing they give that back to Carolina. That total dropping in-game over at BetMGM, 33-and-a-half now. And Browns still holding steady as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And after Cincinnati holds Pittsburgh to a field goal attempt in that game, 10-3 lead for Pittsburgh. Cincinnati, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Even money, if you want to lay it, over at BetMGM. In-game total of 50-and-a-half. All right, we got plenty of action. A lot of these teams are maybe pushing to get into opposing territory, so we'll update everything that happens as you move forward here on Live Bet Sunday.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sports books. Just place a single first down, excuse me, first touchdown scorer prop bet on every Monday night football pro game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. 
Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Very quickly before we get uh, to our pro tip, I want to update some of the scores uh, that we do have. So the Philadelphia Eagles were held to a fourth and goal on a pretty long drive, but they do punch it in. So we do have a 7-7 tie between Detroit and Philadelphia. Remember, in-game got to as low as Philadelphia as a one-and-a-half point underdog over at BetMGM. Right now, my screen, I think I've got about a two-and-a-half point spread in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we'll update that, though, uh, as it goes along. Also, the Colts had a goal-line possession uh, that ultimately had a touchdown that was dropped. They get turned away, so Houston... Down 3 nothing. Got a second and 10 coming up with 8.27 left to go in that matchup. Uh, quickly, our pro tip for the hour. We mentioned this when we talked about some of these hot starts for some of the totals that were actually pretty low pre-flop. Washington and Jacksonville comes to mind in that game, although a hot start for Carson Wentz and the commander still 7-3 as we head into the second quarter. Our in-game total reached as high as about 50 and a half. So consider live betting some of these games under if teams get off to a hot start in a game with a low pre-game total. That contest is actually a really good example of that. As you mentioned at the top, it's almost it's almost like the um, the thought process when it comes to no run first inning that generally there's actually more scores than you think in those first innings and it's the same thing here uh, these offenses are at their best at the beginning of these games sometimes why because your plays are scripted out and you do get some pretty solid first drives from a lot of these offenses at times when it comes to the first quarter and so games like that where the scoring gets off to a relatively quick start, 10 quick points in the first quarter, and it's a low-scoring affair, you might consider betting that thing under as the market really reacts to some quick scores in that matchup. So with that, across the board, as we're talking about some scores, uh, worth noting that in New Orleans and Atlanta, Falcons playing host, Saints had what looked like a field goal drive, but the field goal misses, so we're still sitting at 5.5 with a total of 45.5 from an in-game standpoint. The Ravens, they have the ball back in their matchup with the New York Jets. This is another one of these games. Pretty low-scoring day so far in the National Football League. A lot of these in-game totals are actually underneath 40 points and lower. You see there over at BetMGM, 35.5. The Ravens, a 7.5-point favorite in that matchup. Even money if you want to lay it there with the Baltimore Ravens. New England and Miami, uh, not a great start for the New England Patriots offense and whatever they're doing with it at this point right now. So far, getting blanked in a low-scoring affair, 3 nothing. That is another one of these in-game totals. We're talking about 33.5, shaded to the under at about minus 120. And the pre-flop side is pretty much the same. The Dolphins as a 3.5-point favorite in that matchup over at BetMGM. And our total has officially reached under 30 points over in Chicago. The Bears right now have a third down, a third and nine to be specific. We'll see if they can convert it, but scoring a... Not really, <laughs> not really available for either of these. 29 and a half, your in-game total over at Soldier Field in a sloppy game. We'll say, uh, observationally, uh, it does seem the conditions have cleared up here, so maybe we start to see a little bit of an uptick, uh, but both offenses really struggling at this point. We also have what looks like a fumble recovery and a touchdown for Miami. Strip sack of Mac Jones. Dolphins are into the end zone. No flags on the field, so barring a review, the Dolphins are going to take a 9 nothing lead over the New England Patriots. All touchdowns reviewed, so we'll see what happens 
if that is indeed an incomplete pass, but it does look like Mac Jones was stripped there, arm not going forward, and the Dolphins are going to open up a uh, that's going to be a double-digit lead extra point pending if they do hit that extra point. Also, the total continues to drop between Cleveland and Carolina. Uh, these two teams just trading punts. We've talked about this in studio earlier. A negative one in terms of the rushing yards just a few minutes ago for the Cleveland Browns, or pardon me, the uh, Carolina Panthers. So that rushing attack really hasn't gotten off to a great start. The offense hasn't gotten off to a great start. So that game, from a total standpoint, had reached about 33.5 off the board right now. So we'll see if that gets any better uh, for either team when it comes to it. But again, the observation here, as you're looking at the in-game board, Quite a few games with totals under the mark of 40 in today's National Football League where scoring is all over the place and a week one, which did have some relatively low totals for the NFL. Uh, it does look like this is, again, a hotly contested first game with a lot of sloppy play early on in the NFL's first Sunday of action. We have a fourth and six for Baltimore. It looked like there was going to be a fumble there, but not the case. So Baltimore, who closes a seven-point favorite in this matchup with New York, their defense doing its job. But from an offensive standpoint, Baltimore really struggling in this fair to get anything consistent going. For those who don't remember, their only points of the day so far coming off of a short field, courtesy of an interception of one Joe Flacco. So no sustained success for the Baltimore Ravens offense as they punted away on a fourth and six back to the New York Jets. That in-game total, that's back up for Cleveland and Carolina, by the way. We're at 31 and a half. Browns still favored just barely at one and a half. But that total again down to 31 and a half between Carolina and Cleveland. One score update as we've been here on Live Bet Sunday. Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. Texans go downfield, I guess if you call it that, with Davis Mills. Uh, that is a 3-3 tie. Colts closed seven. Remember, in the weeks that were leading up, the Colts were as high as an eight-point favorite. The Colts or the Texans uh, were considered a pretty popular play as the weeks kind of came closer and closer to the NFL regular season. They closed seven. In-game side, worthy, uh, side standpoint, four and a half. In-game total, 36 and a half shaded to the over at minus 115 over at BetMGM with that number. So Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers finally get a big play on the day. It does look like they're going to be into Bears territory here. So we'll see if they can make something of that. McLeod with a reception. Trey Lance now 204 for 37 yards in this game. And the scoring really has slowed down between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati for the most part. The big play to Pat Fryermuth that set up the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, that gave them, of course, that field goal, but they were held back on a third and goal. We get a big play here as the Steelers are back into Bengals territory at about the Cincinnati 40-yard line. Steelers, right now, from an in-game standpoint, and scoring doesn't just affect these in-game lines. That's always the other thing to consider when you watch a lot of these. When you see teams get into plus territory, you'll see these live numbers, especially markets like BetMGM that are consistently updating them play after play. Uh, that will have a massive effect on what's happening here. The Steelers are a favorite now in-game over Cincinnati. Two and a half is the spread. Total 47 and a half as they have the ball again, on the 40-yard line of the Cincinnati Bengals. And San Francisco is finally starting to find some sort of traction here on offense. Another big play for the 49ers, well into Chicago Bears territory. Right now, 7.5 is the point spread. Total bumped up all the way up to 29.5 as they run a first and 10 play at the 15-yard line. I missed that one. We have a touchdown, it looks like, here uh, for the Falcons. So we are in the end zone here for Atlanta. 9-7 to with the extra point coming for this matchup. Uh, for the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. I was telling Matt Brown and I talked about this on Friday. This is going to be interesting to watch this play out, not only in this game, but as it moves along and as Baker Mayfield is picked off by the Cleveland Browns in his own territory. Atlanta does have some intriguing offensive pieces. They have good size when it comes to their wide receivers and pass catchers. Pitts, of course, among them. 
Marcus Mariota gives you a baseline to play offensively too, and they have moved the ball a little bit against New Orleans, so they take a 10-7 lead over the Saints. A Saints team too, by the way, that was a uh, popular survivor pick as well, amongst at least people I talked to uh, when it came to the Circa Survivor here. So we're going to an in-game update there as Atlanta has taken a 10-7 lead over the New Orleans Saints with about 13 minutes left to go in the second quarter. A, uh, a minor upset if that were to happen. Five-and-a-half point underdog at home. Home field's not really not worth that much anymore, but worth monitoring. Two-and-a-half the spread here. Saints still favored. Total of 49-and-a-half. So New Orleans still favored on the road. you got to lay a buck 22 if you want to lay underneath that field goal with New Orleans over at BetMGM. That total at 49-and-a-half. Big third and two for the San Francisco 49ers as well, as they're trying to find some points in this matchup. And in a game like this, where your total at this point right now in-game is 29-and-a-half, any sort of points will make a massive difference, especially considering how poorly the Chicago Bears have played on offense. So if you can get something happening, that's going to go a long way toward helping you out. Philadelphia has a first down in that game, too, against Detroit. So right now we're still tied, 7-all. Remember, Philly closing is about a six-point favor in multiple spots with a total uh, right now of 49-and-a-half. So Philadelphia and Detroit, pretty much status quo when it comes to that matchup. And a score update for you, the Washington Commanders, over a double-digit favorite now, 13-and-a-half, total 48-and-a-half, as they find the end zone yet again against the Jacksonville Jaguars, 14-to-3. Your score there with about 12 minutes to go in the second quarter. So that's actually pretty fascinating, too, because Jacksonville, among some of these others, uh, was a very popular teaser leg, right? You can get up through that number, get all the way up to 8.5 if you wish. Washington closing on is about a three-point favorite, so we'll see if Washington can maybe put some more distance between them and Jacksonville. But again, from a total standpoint, still, despite the touchdown, still under that 50-point mark when it comes to the total at 47 and a half. Big third down as well for New York against Baltimore. See if they can give her a third and four. With that, Live Bet Sunday. We're going to take a small break. On the other side, uh, we are no longer Live Bet Sunday. Remember, we have college football lines. We're going to get posted here at Circa. We're going to reveal all of those when we come back. We've got a great slate of guests as well to break down all of the action as the numbers are first getting posted here at Circa Sports for College Football Week 3. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.